Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Welcome to AgriTalk podcast. Uh, today we are talking about biogas and biogas production. And with me is Dr. Jacinta Murigi, who is a biogas expert and a vet by profession. Welcome to the show, Dr. Thank you. Uh, tell us a little bit, what is biogas? Uh, biogas is a gas that is produced when organic uh, material uh, decomposes in an, an oxygen-free environment, which also has water. And uh, by organic, I mean plant or animal uh, material that has been uh, was once living or it was growing and then now it has been chopped to small pieces to produce biogas. Uh, so what are the benefits of uh, this biogas? Uh, biogas has uh, e- economic, uh, social, environmental and uh, political benefits. Uh, economically you find that when you use biogas, for example from cow dung, you, you use waste to generate uh, energy, which can be used for cooking and writing, among very many other uses. And therefore, you will be saving on energy. Let's say instead of buying uh, natural gas, you will be using your own, producing your gas at, at, at home. Uh, socially, also, you find that like, uh, you find like women and children, they spend a lot of time looking for firewood and charcoal, which is used in the, mostly in the rural areas where biogas is also produced. So when you save uh, these women this time, they can do other uh, uh, economic uh, or viable uh, work, which can bring them money. Also, you cook in an environment with, which has uh, smoke fumes using firewood. And when you use bio- biogas, it's a clean energy. So even your kitchen is clean, socially, you, it, is, it raises your status. Environmentally, when you use biogas, you, you reduce or you stop cutting down trees for firewood and charcoal. And trees, you, we need at least in the country about 10% tree cover so that we can get the benefits of trees because trees, they take in carbon dioxide and they produce uh, oxygen. And we breathe in oxygen and we breathe out uh, carbon dioxide so the trees, uh, they are able to clean the environment, the air for us to breathe. The trees also, uh, when you use biogas also, you, you prevent the decomposition of the organic matter, the gases when they are produced from going into the environment and uh, creating a layer uh, in, the, in the environment which is similar to a greenhouse uh, paper or papers used in greenhouse which prevent the, the heat from the ground from going into the sky. So it reduces global warming because when those heat are trapped below that uh, layer, then the earth starts heating up. Okay. So uh, also when you use biogas, you find that now you are cleaning the, the compound or the waste. So where bacteria and other parasite, uh, other pests like rodents or rats would come there to, 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 to get that material, they will have nothing, and therefore you are reducing or you are increasing the public health. Uh, politically, countries have been, uh, the stability of countries have been associated with uh, self-sustenance of energy. So when we get our own uh, energy, then we reduce the importation, so we are becoming more stable. Uh, 
Yes. So what also is the process of uh, producing this biogas? What does it take to produce biogas? So first of all, you require a container. It's called a biodigester, uh, where you will put the material so that it can ferment and produce biogas. And this container needs to be airtight. The, the biogas production does not require oxygen. And then you require uh, water because every organic matter has to be has to be added water at a specific ratio. For example, cow dung, you have to add a ratio of one to one for, for it to work. Uh, you also require to feed the biodigester regularly if you need a continuous uh, production of biogas. And once you have put these things in the biodigester, the reaction takes place on its own. This, the, there are bacteria that break down the organic matter to produce biogas is a chain of them, about three types of bacteria. We start by the first reaction, which is uh, where the material is broken down by water, and then the bacteria, one form of bacteria takes it and produces a product which is taken by the other bacteria to the final bacteria, which produces uh, methane, which is the, the component in biogas that makes biogas to, 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 to be called energy. Yes. So who can produce biogas? or who uh, is in a position to produce biogas? Anybody with organic material that can biodegrade bio uh, can produce biogas. For farmers, you have a lot of uh, materials there from uh, animal waste, crops, and all that. Uh, at the industrial level, the agro-processing units, like, let's say like the slaughterhouses, we have like the pineapple, uh, in the agro-processing unit is producing waste which can be digested to produce uh, biogas. At the institutional level, you can also produce biogas. We are talking of institutions like uh, hotels. There's a lot of food remains or food that is thrown away as waste. And this uh, waste can now be used to produce uh, biogas that can be used for the kitchen in those hotels. The same case with institutions like uh, schools, hospitals, prisons, where there is a lot of food waste. We can also have uh, biogas being produced in one's uh, kitchen. The waste that you, all the waste that you, you are producing, you can put it in a container and can produce the uh, biogas for you. Where we have uh, communities, like public toilets, you can also produce biogas that can be used for even writing uh, that environment so that it, it is lighted up or, or the water can be or you can heat water for cleaning and so many other things. Okay. So anybody with organic matter can be able to produce biogas. Yes. So what are some of the advantages of using biogas? Uh, one of them you have said that it saves you uh, money. Another one we have said that the people who normally use biogas or where biogas is produced where there is organic matter and that is in the rural areas and these are the areas where people are cooking with the firewood 70% of the people in the rural areas uh, use firewood and firewood produces smoky fumes that uh, affect your health the respiratory and the eye problems the the the, the pots or sufurias that are used to cook they also get sooty and you have to spend a lot of time uh, cleaning them and the women and children who are the ones who are taxed with the collection fire would also take a lot of time, which they would have used for other purposes to collect uh, time, uh, uh, to collect firewood. So when you use biogas, bio you really save a lot. Okay. Yes. Uh, and how long does it take from the time I feed my, my biodigester to the time I get the, the biogas? Yeah, the, the biogas starts being produced immediately. Within 24 hours, the biogas will be produced. But now the amount 
is will be dictated by the the consistency of the material you put. For the, this material to be in contact with the bacteria, you need to chop it finely so that the bacteria can mix with them so that they can biodegrade them. For example, you find that like cow dung is already finely chopped. You won't compare it with the maize if you put maize stalks, especially if they are not cut it, chopped into small pieces. But uh, when you put material that is finely chopped, like animal manure, within 24 hours, it will start producing biogas. Okay. Yes. As a country, where do we stand in terms of production of biogas? Well, we, we, are, we are somewhere, but not where we would exactly like to be. Because I, I don't know the exact number of the biogas units we have. Maybe they are less than 50,000. But when we compare ourselves with countries like uh, Asian countries, which have over a million biogas units, then we can say we still have a long way to go. And we have a very great potential. For example, we have over 4.5 million cattle. Those ones are enough to, 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 to install about a million biogas units. So we, the potential from just cattle alone, just daily cattle alone, is very high. And we have potential from the pigs, from the pottery, from the industrial waste, and so on. Mm -hmm. So we, we are somewhere, but we, we need to go far. Okay. Yeah. Why do you think uh, the adoption has been uh, this, this low? Yet we have, as, as you said, we have a lot of animals. We have institutions that produce a lot of uh, bio waste that could be used in production of biogas. Why is it uh, the adoption is this low? Uh, the adoption is raw for, uh, because of many reasons. One of them is awareness creation. People are not aware of all these benefits and how easy it is to produce biogas. Uh, another one is when you have uh, alternatives. Like for example, when there is a lot of firewood, people feel that it is easier to just get a few branches there than construct a biogas unit. Uh, another one is finances. A biogas unit requires money to put up. You require also a source of material like animals or a plant uh, material. And when the material is digested, you also need a place where you can dispose of that waste. So you, re you require resources, awareness creation, and alternatives also, they bring a problem. The technology has also been a challenge because biogas is very easy to, to produce. You just put organic material in a container and it will start, which has no air, you, you seal it, it will produce a biogas. But with the time, there are many other things that are required, like that, that container needs something to stir so that it can continuously, the bacteria can come in contact with the materials that have not been digested. You need a, a certain temperature, that to 42 degrees centigrade. So if that those parameters are not maintained, you need water to, to mix with those materials. So if you are in a very dry places and uh, maybe you don't even have enough water for yourself to drink, so biogas might be a challenge. So all these put together are, are the ones that are constraining biogas adoption. Okay. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about uh, global warming and climate change. How can the production of biogas, biogas help in mitigating uh, the rise of global warming and climate change? Okay, first of all, I have to describe how global warming comes about. We have the heat from the sun, which comes down to the earth, and it hits the earth, it hits even us. We have our body temperature, and the earth uh, retains a certain uh, temperature, maybe 25 to 30 degrees centigrade. But now, when the excess of that ray uh, is not absorbed, it's normally reflected backwards to the sky and it, 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 it gets lost. When you have uh, gases, like uh, they are called greenhouse gases, like methane and carbon dioxide and nitrogen dioxide, they go up in the sky about 40 kilometers above the sky and they form a layer 
like the greenhouse paper you see when you are constructing a greenhouse so that now when the sun rays comes to the ground the ones that are supposed to be diffracted or to get lost in the environment they are not able to pass that layer because the ones which are coming from the sun the rays coming from the sun are very strong but the ones that uh, a, a bit of them have been absorbed here and the ones which are going up are not uh, strong so they are diffracted back to the ground so they cause the global warming so if you have a way of trapping these uh, gases like methane which has 21 times potency more potency than carbon dioxide the normal one that we used to say it has one potency methane which is the gas in the in the biogas is 21 times more potent then it means that there will be reduced or it will not be there and therefore the the rays that are diffracted to the sky again after being uh, some absorbed from the ground they will not be there and therefore the, the heat the, the the earth will not be heated more than it's supposed to be heated so you are mitigating against uh, climate change or global warming which now brings the change in climate change yeah. so um what do i do with the uh, with the byproduct or what do how is how do we dispose the byproduct of uh, the biogas the the bio the byproduct it's not a byproduct actually some people have been producing biogas the person first person who introduced biogas in kenya in the 1950s the tunnel technologies he did that because he wanted to produce the that we are calling bio 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 byproduct bio it is called slurry it's a fertilizer that is better than the composted fertilizer because the material has already been digested the plants will just absorb it and it has water plants require water so biogas system produces two products that is biogas and slurry and slurry is is uh, the one you use as a fertilizer it can also be dried and used for other purposes like to be mixed with animal feeds like fish you can use it to to feed the fish and other animals so it has many uses also so uh how many ways can i use biogas if let's say i've already produced my biogas how many ways can i use it at home okay you can biogas is just an energy source like diesel or petrol so you can use it directly to heat uh anything like water or cooking and all that and also uh, writing you can use it you can also have appliances that use biogas to use that energy like uh, refrigerators like uh, heaters uh, shower heaters and all that brooders for chicken and pigs and all that you can use it for any for any kind of heat also you can uh, uh, you can convert it to electricity using a biogas uh, electricity generator and then now you can use that electricity for whatever purpose you use electricity for also you can use it for transport as an energy source like diesel some countries are already using up to 17% of their uh, of their transport uh, uh, energy using biogas yes okay yeah. can biogas be packaged uh, just the way we package lpg and sell it in shops yes it can be packaged but there are a number of constraints one of them is that biogas when you ferment that organic waste it produces a number of gases methane carbon dioxide hydrogen sulfide water vapor nitrogen gas and so on and it's only when it is of a 60 methane is of a 60% of the gases that we call it biogas because you can it can ignite and produce uh, heat and so on so for you to be able to package this biogas you need to purify it to remove this carbon dioxide hydrogen sulfide and so on and that one now will will bring in other other equipments and technologies also for you to package biogas uh, you need the container 
And now you can't use the LPG containers because they are of property rights, so you have to come up with yours. And the container also will add a lot of uh, a cost on it. Also to package, you can't package directly from the from the from the digester it's like packaging food from the <laughs> the factory you have to have uh, a store where you get it and package it so you need a storage and also that one uh, uses uh, is, is also add, adding cost also to package it you need to pressurize it so that it is in liquid form because if it is in large volumes then you need a very big container so also to liquefy it uh, to compress it you need a compressor so Unless you have a lot of gas, like you have an industrial biogas unit, then for the small-scale biodigesters, it is not advisable to be able to package. Instead, if you have neighbors who want biogas, you can pipe to them directly. Okay. But packaging will make it so expensive, it will not be economically viable. Okay. Yes. So when I'm setting up my biogas uh, digester at home, yes. what do I need to, to have in mind? Or what do I need to know? Okay. First of all, you need to have the source of material that is going to be digested. That is like cattle to give you cow dung or pottery and all, and all that. Then you need to construct the biodigester bio where the, that waste will be digested. And then you need a trained uh, mason or a personnel who will be able to put a specific design of the digester that you need to, to put. It will require things like piping to from the digester to your house. And then you will need appliances that will use the biogas, like a cooker, like uh, bulbs if you need to use it for writing, and all, and all that. Yes. Uh, in terms of um, information about uh, biogas, where can I get or where can people get this information? And how easy or how difficult is it to find information? Uh, biogas is uh, uh, mostly housed in the Ministry of Energy because it's in uh, an energy like uh, the petroleum and uh, geothermal and all that. So the uh, Ministry of Energy uh, does most of the promotion, but it comes from now organic matter, which is in agriculture. So you can get that information from Ministry of Energy. You can get it from uh, the Ministry of uh, Agriculture. They always have a link or they will be able to direct you. Uh, to where to get a mason and a design and and all that. Okay. And the information is not difficult to to get, especially the Ministry of Agriculture is distributed across the whole country. There is nowhere the the ministry is not there. Okay. Yes. But do you think the government and the county governments are doing enough to promote uh, the adoption of biogas? Uh, they are doing it to a certain extent. Like then, when the the government had the Kenya National Domestic Biogas uh, Program. Uh, the adoption went up uh, highly. They, they also, there was also the African Biogas Initiative, which was a public-private partnership, and the government participated. But the problem is that there are normally spikes or waves of promotion, and then it goes down. So what we need now is an apex body that can be set aside to promote biogas, so that it is always promoted. Uh, there is a continu co continuous promotion. Okay. Yes. When you talk about promotion, um, are there institutions of higher learning or just institutions that uh, teach and promote uh, the establishment of biogas? Uh, the designs and all that, there might be no institution I, I, I'm aware of, but I know that many institutions, even in universities that are dealing with agriculture and technology, they have put up biogas units for purposes of training. Mm -hmm. But uh, also schools, there are schools that have put up biogas units, but uh, this one can do more, especially with the 4K crab, 
this one can be part of what is trending in that club. It can really promote biogas. Yes. Uh, what do you think is the future of, uh, of biogas, especially for a country like Kenya? The potential is very high. For example, just taking the dairy cattle alone, we have about 4.5 million dairy cattle. Those ones, every two or three animals can have a digester. So if you have 4.5 million and you divide it by four animals, you can get a million biodigesters from dairy cattle alone. And you can see all the organic matter can be able to produce biogas. So the potential is very high. Mm. And uh, since it is, it is still continuous, I think we will move on, but uh, we need a facilitator or a promoter that is always there. Yes. Okay. Um, are there laws or policies that govern the production and the use of, of, of biogas in, in Kenya? Yeah, it is it's regulated by the other laws that are in the regulating energy sector. But uh, a good thing that has come up recently with the biogas is the setting of standards of the biodigesters, the fixed doom biodigester, the floating drum, and also the appliances that are used for biogas promotion by the Kenya Bureau of Standards. So those the standardization of uh, those uh, uh, those equipments will make the biogas more more uh, adoption higher because in uh, previously they used to fail because there were no standards. Anybody comes with something, promotes it, and then it fails, and then people give up. But now with the standards. Uh, the, prom the, the adopted uh, technology will even uh, inspire others to adopt the, the technology. Yes. Uh, you talked about different technologies and when um, of, of biodigesters that are out there. Uh, which one is the best? The one that you bury in the ground or the one that uh, is put on the surface? Yes, we have many designs. Some of them are mobile. You can move them from place to place, like the ones made of flexible materials like plastic. Uh, there are others that you have to construct missionary work, like the fixed doom biodigesters, which I normally promote because they, they are more sustainable. They can operate for even 50 years with minimal uh, maintenance, just feeding. And uh, we have others which are semi-permanent. You can move them once in a while if you want to move them. So the constructed ones are, uh, are uh, I would say, they are more universal because they can work in any climate. Because you find like the, the ones which are made of plastic materials, sometimes they are put uh, on the ground surface. And biogas requires a certain temperature for it to work. So when you have those plastic uh, ones which are above the ground, when the temperatures go low or when they are put in uh, places where the temperatures are low, you find that they produce biogas only when there is a heat or there is a, it is sunny. And then when it is at night, when you need to cook or supper and more to cook, cook breakfast, you might find you don't have adequate gases. Yes. So how, uh, as compared to the LPG gas that we have, how safe is it to use biogas? It is, it is very safe. Uh, first of all, biogas, the explosion rate is not as high as the LPG because it requires a lot of oxygen for it to explode. Uh, so if you have a problem or you have a leakage in your house, all you need is to, to open the windows and then you, you close the leakage and you will be safe. Also, when you have a biodigester, it is wise to put a three meter diameter uh, perimeter fence so that the children don't come there or any other people to, to bring fire because it can cause a, an explosion. But it is very safe. We have had very few explosions. So how often or how, um, yes, how often do we feed uh, these biodigesters? Uh, when you think of feeding the biodigester, think of uh, your digestive system. It, the biodigester has an inlet 
like you have a mouth, it has the, the, the digester, which is like the stomach, and a, a waste outlet. So you can feed the biodigester once a day, twice a day, once a week, uh, twice a week, once a month. The regularity depends on how much you are putting. But we have two types of uh, biodigesters. There are those that you feed regularly. They are called continuous feeding. Those ones are the ones you feed now. You can decide on the routine, whether it will be one day, two day, or whatever day. But we have others which now you call batch. Batch is that you put all the material you have or a lot of material in one place, in one digester, and then they are able to produce gas until all that material is digested. And then now you remove the, the digested material and you put a new material. So for you to have regular con uh, supply of gas from uh, batch direct uh, digesters, then you have to have two or three in a series so that when one is ex uh, uh, exhausted, now you can connect to the other one. Okay. Yes. I know earlier on you talked about uh, financing being one of the biggest problems. Yes. Um, in this country, we know uh, majority of farmers or majority of us uh, are part of a cooperative. Do you think this cooperative society can play a role in promotion of the uh, adoption of, of biogas? They can and they do. There are some cooperatives which offer specific loans for biogas promotion or adoption. And you find that in an area where we have such a cooperative, the adoption rate of biogas is very high. So uh, cooperatives actually should play a lead because they can financially support the farmers. Mm -hmm. Because uh, finances are one of the constraints to adoption of biogas technology. Uh, and in terms of uh, awareness, uh, what do you think we need to do as a country to to have this conversation often or to have um, um, the story about biogas out there and easily accessible by, by everyone? First of all, we can have a public-private uh, initiative like the one now is ongoing because uh, the media, the, the coverage is very high. So the media should take it up and work with other institutions of the government to see how they can be promoting this one on a regular basis. There are so many topics to be covered and the people can adopt it high, higher if they understand uh, how it works well. So the public-private uh, pa partnership is one of them. But uh, <coughs> sorry, an apex body that will always be there promoting biogas is what is required. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. As we wind up, um, as a player in the in the biogas field, what are your expectations going forward? I expect that uh, we, 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 we will have in future this body that will always be there promoting biogas specifically, made of uh, techno uh, tech uh, technologists from the Ministry of Energy, from agriculture and other experts. Uh, they will also not promote biogas technology as a uh, biogas product alone. They will combine it with fertilizer because that fertilizer can increase production crop production even up to 25% if used well, so that is food security. So I expect to see a regular promoter and promotion of bio, uh, integrated uh, promotion of biogas and fertilizer through biogas technology. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Dr. Jacinta, for spending, uh, sparing time to be with us to, today and uh, educating us more about biogas and its benefits. Uh, for, for our listeners, that is it for, for today, for this podcast. Until next time, goodbye. Thank you. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. 